0: We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the K. Bush Podcast. Today we're at episode 91. Episode 91 we are at today, and I'm excited uh, because I haven't done a solo podcast. I didn't do a solo podcast throughout any of the 80 episodes. The last time I did a solo podcast was episode 79, so I'm a little rusty, Uh, I've been busy with uh, doing fucking moving and uh, figuring out a job and stuff like that. I asked my boss for a promotion, so I'm sort of in limbo uh, as if I am staying at my job right now. Uh, It's good to get that off my chest, though, uh, or off my back, I should say, because... I didn't know if I was going to stay uh, at this d- Domino's or not, and I finally just asked for a raise, and if they don't give me a raise, I'm going to fucking leave. So anyway, we don't want to hear anything about that, though. I was supposed to have Isaiah here, Isaiah Kamara, as Jamie today, but unfortunately he did not join us. I was going to wait to take the shot about halfway through the podcast, seeing how it goes, but unfortunately I'm... Um, not waiting. It's just not it's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't have a real reason. I'm just fucking drinking, okay? So I I was um talking uh, and I've always talked about on the solo podcast about how weird I feel talking in a room by myself with absolutely no one but a microphone and a camera. And also, you have no reading or judgment to tell if you are absolutely killing on a podcast or bombing the entire time. I'd like to think I'm bombing the entire time. But I feel even stranger and way, way more awkward now that I'm in Dom's bedroom. So I'm just recording... All of these alone in a bedroom that's not even mine. Before, I was in like a weird storage closet sort of situation. But now, I'm just in my best friend's bedroom without him knowing. He he doesn't know. Also, this this morning, I walked into um, Dom's bedroom. And I the smells that come from Dominic's bedroom, I don't know what they're from. I really, really don't. But I think that he should go to a doctor and... I think he has cancer. I'm not I don't want to call it too quick, but I'm pretty sure he has some sort of disease that is killing Dom because there's no way a regular human being would have the smells that come from Dom unless you were um dying of a terminal illness. But that being said, I have a couple things I wanted to talk to you about. I went into this crazy uh Rant to Dom and Isaiah about movie theater companies because I forget who said it. I don't want to say it was Dom or Isaiah, but I think Dom was saying how he does he misses the excuse me the movies and how movies used to be way more fun and how there was always something new out in it, in the movies and now it's all mostly the same thing and not only that the movies tend to stay longer in the theater. So you'll just have a month of a, a Marvel movie or maybe you have a couple sad stories or, uh, you know, you'll have... A single movie about racism. You'll have a Marvel movie. You'll have a Disney remake of that month. And this will be your 45 movies of the month you can go to movies to. And every once in a while, Christopher Nolan will drop one. Wes Anderson will drop one. Every once in a while, there will be a decent superhero movie that's really fun to watch in theaters, like uh, Spider Man in the Spider Verse, Logan. Uh... Ooh. Oh I'm running. That's about it. That's about it. That's 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 all. Um, But I I wanted to say about these movie theater companies. uh, They don't give a fuck. They don't care. And everybody who says they care about the movie theaters going out uh, don't actually give a fuck. The reality is, is, if the people who said that they cared about the movie theaters going out of business, they wouldn't be going out of business. People would go into the movie theaters and actually watch the fucking movies. But they're not. They're fucking complaining about it and not... Fuck. Fuck, I just completely lost my train of thought. And I think I'm bombing right now. I don't think what I'm saying is entertaining in any way human possible and also this camera angle is really really starting to fuck with me because I'm directly staring into the camera and I feel like so I don't know why but I feel like someone's watching me through this camera and I'm actually talking to somebody and I just have no idea but it could be my schi- my schizophrenia but anyway, I'm going to try and go back to what I was talking about. Uh, the thing is with movie theater companies is that they don't care about the movie theaters. If they did, uh, people would be going to the movies. They would be releasing good movies that people would want to come see, or they would be using the TV screens for other purposes that people would want. The reality is people want to go to the movie theaters and watch things on the big screen. It's better. It's more, uh, it's more of an experience. And also, there is something about going to a place to watch something together as a community. When you go to see a movie of Christopher Nolan's or Wes Anderson's, you are walking into a movie theater of Christopher Nolan and Wes Anderson fans. There's something uh, you gather from the experience that's even just a little bit more special because you're able to enjoy something with somebody else. It's one of the reasons why comedy works so well. It's one of the reasons why concerts are so entertaining. It's because when you are together and, ex- and experiencing something as a group— for whatever reason, human beings find it way more entertaining and fun. So, why aren't movie theaters working, really? Why aren't people going to them? Well, a big reason is because movie theater companies suck and they don't care. They don't care that people aren't going to movie theaters. Because imagine how many people would go to the movie theaters to watch football, to watch uh, a latest episode of theirs, to rewatch it. Uh, Episodes of their favorite TV shows Such as Breaking Bad Or The Sopranos Or maybe Dexter uh, Game of Thrones even Think about uh, all the people That would rent out movie theaters All the time to play video games or Xboxes Uh, They're not even showing porn In movie theaters anymore So I don't know how you would expect to make money Imagine that You could go into a movie theater And actually watch porn Like people back in the good old days did <laughs> but this is a real thing that people can do and there are alternatives to just watching movies in a movie theater and I think other people's would go. Like this year, perfect example, two two of the best TV shows ended this year. We had Ozark season 4 this year and we had Better Call Saul season 6 this year. Both both uh last seasons and conclusions of two of the best tv shows that have ever existed before and you're gonna tell me that about i don't know you couldn't sell out a couple of theaters or a couple of fucking rooms uh, with a screen of watching the last episode of ozark or maybe the last episode of better call saul even You're fucking crazy. You could have fucking loaded up the theaters. This could have been a big fucking event this year, and you missed that opportunity. Everybody would have fucking gone, all the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul fans you have that have been gathering since 2008, a fucking fan base since 2008, you could have marketed from. And fucking profited off of. But you didn't. You sat on your asses and you wanted to promote other Marvel movies this year. And you want to complain to the rest of the American people about how movie theaters are failing. And because of the American people, the movie theaters are going to fail. Which is crazy. That being said, people above the age of 35, you... Nah, I would even say 30. People above the age of 30, you are fully and responsible for the reasons why we have the movie theaters we do now. Uh, Marvel movies are meant for uh, 13-year-old boys. They're meant from ages probably 8 to 13, and you should stop watching Marvel movies at the age of 13 once you fully, or not fully, have somewhat gained consciousness. If you are watching... Marvel movies, when you are 40, you are a, and don't have children, you are a fucking loser, and you need to get a life and some hobbies. You cannot keep watching Marvel movies and then complain about the type of movies that are coming out in theaters. Marvel movies are meant for kids. That's pretty apparent with all the humor, the ridiculous plot lines, the plot holes. Uh,. I mean, the CGI clusterfuck. What what else do you want from it? It's it's meant for kids. It's, it's pretty apparent. The problem is, is when forty and thirty year olds all go to see that movies. The average American goes to see a movie theater twice a year, and when when most of those people go see a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie or some sort of bullshit. Uh, big production movie, you're not going to get the fight clubs. You're not going to get the fucking uh, fight clubs or the the reservoir dogs. You're not going to get these small-scale stories with some budgets that are provide some of the best movies of all time. I mean, some of the best movies of all time have sucked. Sucked. In movie theaters, and they were able to or sucked in the box office, but they were able to reclaim all their profits through DVDs. Now, DVDs are also gone, so they have to go to the movie theaters. And then on top of that, when most Americans only go to two movies per year, and those two movies per year are Marvel movies, the only thing that are going to come out are Marvel movies. And if you are above the age of 30 and didn't think about this at all, this is your fault. This is not anybody else's. The only people that can make movies anymore are people who are already established. Christopher Nolan, Wes Anderson, um... F- fucking, what the fuck? I mean, uh, Martin Scorsese. These, these people, they can make whatever they want to, but only because their names are established in the fucking... Uh, oh my god. See, this is why you don't drink on a solo podcast, because you can't remember Any words. You lose like half of your vocabulary, and when you try to sound smart, it's impossible. You you just can't do it. It's it's unfunctionable. And I think this shot is really, really starting to hit me. But you're not going to get any new film creators that are making movies. Luckily, the thing is, though, is now we have fucking. All these Netflix originals. We have Netflix original. We, and there are so many other companies that have nows too. Apple TV does. Amazon Prime. HBO Max. Fucking Peacock. All the Disney Plus. All these different things. Are keeping film alive. Film isn't dead. Movies are dead. And if you are looking to movies. For really really good classic storytelling. And art and editing. You're not going to find it there. Trust me. It's not there. But. If you go on to Netflix and if you go to Amazon Prime, HBO Max, and you scratch the surface, you're going to be able to find some really fucking awesome shit. The Boys, Invincible, yeah, uh, Stranger Things, Before I Got Dog Shit, uh, you, um, Close Enough is an amazing TV show. You have so, so, so many. Queen's Gambit is an amazing one where these companies are letting creators take chances, and they're able to make things that have never been able to be made before. Ozark, Barry, and they're able to do weird and funky shit with their storytelling, and they're pushing the art of filmmaking. They're trying new things. They're fucking with the uh, storytelling classic abilities of uh, linear storylines and pushing cinematography to whole nother extents and people are complaining about the movies but I think TV shows right now are better than any film we've ever had to offer season three of Barry season six of Better Call Saul season four of Ozark you have the last season of Attack on Titan you have I mean just this year just this year alone of 2022 it's been madness and Star Wars is back a little bit kind of. But the at the end of the day, movie theaters are done and film is alive. And that's okay. Movie theaters can die because what's going to happen is is these companies are going to shut down. The only companies that have movie theaters right now are monopolies. Cinema Cinema Hub, uh Cinema I forget the big ones. Cin- cinema Mass, Cinema Pub, Cinema something. Cinema Hub, AMC, all these big companies that are the only ones to have movie theaters. You don't have local movie theaters anymore. If you did have local movie theaters, you'd probably be going to movie th- movies more and enjoying it at a reasonable price. But they don't have those anymore because they're all monopolized. So, what's the solution to this? Let the monopolies fail. Let these companies fail and let the movie theaters die out. Because what's going to happen is local theaters are going to start to pop back up. Because there's still a demand for the big screen. And there's always going to be a demand for the big screen. But in the meantime, everybody has now a flat screen, 65 inch screen TV inside their home. And that's going to be able to watch all the Netflix and HBO Max originals that you need to keep yourself entertained and to keep film alive. But until then, let the fucking theaters die. Let the fucking mom and pop theaters pop back up. They'll be able to do more aggressive things with marketing. You should be able to go to a movie theater and watch an old movie or old TV show episodes you want to watch. Who wouldn't watch the last episodes of Breaking Bad? Who wouldn't watch the last episodes of Ozark? Who wouldn't watch the last episodes of Better Call Saul? Who wouldn't watch some of the episodes of Dexter? Nobody. Everybody would. Every person on planet Earth would want to watch The Sopranos again in the movie theater. I mean, come on. Doesn't that sound awesome? But they're not doing it because it's not... They, they don't know that if it's going to work or not. But mom-and-pop places don't care. They're more aggressive, and they're willing to try new things. And... I guess that old mo- or movie theaters will play old movies occasionally, but you have to go to the movie theaters and look at the posters on the wall to know or you have to go to van, van Gogh or not van gogh um uh, what what what's what's the thing it it's like it's film one of the f- film apps fandango f- wh- whatever it is or you have to go to cinema plus or or look on their website nobody wants to do that. If you are able to market old movies on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, you'd be able to get people to the actual theater. You'd be able to create a community of people who enjoy film and are constantly at the theater. Imagine if you were able to make friends at the movie theater, like back in the good old days. Or imagine if you brought drive-in backs, drive-in backs. I don't see a reason why you can't have a drive-in right next to a movie theater. I feel like that would be worked out pretty well. You have a parking lot, you have a big building, and you have all the equipment right there. I don't see why this isn't possible or feasible. I think that uh, movie theaters are going to go away for a little bit, but I think that eventually at some point they're going to come back. But film is not gone. And movies are dead, sure, but film is alive more than ever. And if you look for it, you can find the best film that's ever existed before, right in front of your eyes. And you can access it with Netflix for $15 a month. I mean, some of the best film right now is with the lowest price, and you can rewatch it over and over and over again. And some of the ways it's better now, and I'm very thankful for where I'm living in for film. I'm really, really excited for what Netflix and all these different companies are going to bring to the table for new storyline. And hopefully at some point they'll be able to give me a chance. And I'll take over. And I'll be the best fucking filmmaker that has ever existed before. And then I'm going to monopolize everything. And I'm going to take over the country. And once you take over the entertainment, you take over the news outlets. And once you take over the news outlets, you take over the social media companies. And once you take over all the news and media that's consumed by Americans, you can control the population. When you control the population, you're able to uh, control the votes. And then you can just become president and blow up major credit card companies and commit— mass acts of terrorism all over the planet causing chaos and you just take over the world. I did it. So yeah, that's where movie theaters are and that's where I think and my personal opinion on movie theaters. Let's move on. Um Joe Biden, you know, and I was supposed to have Isaiah on so he could look something up for me, but obviously he's not here and I'm dyslexic and retarded as fuck. So I'm not gonna be looking up anything. But that's okay. Because if you don't know, I'm K-Push, and I know everything, and I'm going to go off of what I know, which is everything, and I'm never incorrect, and you should never question anything I say. So, Joe Biden has made a statement that he's going to release all federal, non, uh, you know what? We're going to look up. We're. Gonna... <laughs> I lied. I lied. I said I wasn't going to look up, but I really, I don't even have anything from the story. I haven't done any personal research. So we're going to look up Joe Biden releases, right? And we're going to go off of the first news articles i see headline we're not going to read the article we're not we're not doing that okay we're above this but what we are going to do is we're going to go off the headline i mean we're not we're not savages here you know but at the end of the day we want to remain uh, a professional podcast we want to remain you know, we have a team here, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're professional. So what is the first statement and releases archives, the white house that doesn't give me enough. So we're going to move on. Well, CNN, we're going to go off the CNN's headline. Biden announces historical oil reserve release and presses oil companies to do their part and reduce gas prices. So This is weird, right? Because I was under the impression that he was releasing people associated with marijuana crimes, right? Like that's what I thought this whole releasing of people was. But it turns out what he's going to do is is reduce the marijuana price in the country. That's – which is – because how are you going to do that, right? Like how are you going to reduce the price of marijuana prices throughout the whole country when it's not even legalized throughout the whole country? And what do oil reserve and oil companies have to do with marijuana prices? I don't know what – what anything has to do with. I, I'm very confused with what oil reserve releases have anything to do with marijuana prices. And but but this is but this might be a conspiracy, you see. Are oil companies selling marijuana? Are they the cartels? Have we been misled this entire time to think that Mexican drug dealers are the things that are bringing in drugs into this country. But in reality, what's happening here? We're getting an ad? <laughs> anyway, are we—have we been me- being misled? Now, I—because cause I'm very confused here. When it says— I mean it's almost like they're talking about a completely different subject entirely from what I'm trying to talk about here. I I don't know what to do. Oh, here here we are. Joe all right, here we go. So it's the, it actually it actually just gives me a bold statement right here. Joe Biden took a step towards Marijuana decriminalization. That's all that I always love that, right? Because it's a step. It's a step towards. We're not fully there yet, and we said decriminalization wasn't going to happen, even though that, that was the thing I was going to run on and have been running on and was probably a big part of why I got elected in the first place. But um, I took a step, even though that's probably not going to fully happen and it hasn't fully happened, and I've been in... You know, office now for over... Don't... Don't worry about all that. Don't... Don't worry about all that. You're almost halfway through the... Don't worry I'm almost halfway through the term. It's not... It's not... Shut up. Joe Biden took a step towards marijuana decriminalization last week when he granted a mass pardon to anyone convicted of federal crime for simple possession of... Drug. Now, everybody is... You know, of course, because it's Joe Biden and it's the Democrats, and and, you know this is going to happen with any political party. If Trump came out and did the most minor thing with marijuana, I am sure we would have thousands and thousands of of uh, pro marijuana Republicans that would come out of the closet. They, if marijuana, if Trump tomorrow, right, decided to back marijuana decriminalization you would have hundreds and thousands of Republican um, people come out and support marijuana even though that they were probably a- and actively against it for the rest of their entire lives. But uh, so, And this is going to happen with any party where people are going to suck the dick of the leader of the party. And what I love about this story is Joe Biden is apparently releasing all federal criminal uh, prisoners, right? Uh, All federal federal prisoners of marijuana acts, which which is great, right? Because in 2022, we still have people in federal jail for the drug of marijuana. It's 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 good, right? That we're releasing them now. It's fantastic. Let's all give ourselves a round of applause that we're releasing people who have been in cages. And lost most of their lives due to smoking the plant marijuana, but they are getting out in the year twenty twenty two. Do they even say that? Right? Are they saying that they're getting out in twenty twenty two, or has he just passed a bill? And I love, I love how vague it is. Right, right. Like federal simple. What what does it say? What are the exact words? Right, because I love the wording. You gotta love the wording uh pardon to anyone convicted of federal crime for simple possession of the drug so what i'm confused about right is why only federal criminals like like can't isn't the whole thing with the president's pardon that they can like pardon anybody right like they can pardon terrorists and people who have murdered multiple people like ha- haven't Uh, um, what is it? Haven't presidents pardoned like horrible, horrible people before? Who have like done federal crimes and have gone against the government? Like, hasn't that happened multiple times? But he, they can't, they can't release the people in in state. What, what is it? What is federal crime? So if it's a state crime... All right, so if you were caught by a different member of the government and somehow got into a state prison for marijuana, you're still fucked. <laughs> this. Let me be very clear. If you're a state criminal, right, and you're in jail for marijuana, this has nothing to do with you, and you're still fucked. So if, and by the way, right, this is, this is a pardon. So I don't know how pardons work, but I'm K push. So I know everything. So, and, and I'm not, I don't get anything wrong ever. So what I'm going to say is a hundred percent true. If you get pardon, you still can't vote. I don't know if that's true, but it is true because I'm K push. So it's so ridiculously fucked up that these people are going to go to jail spend a majority of their time in in prison, get out of jail and still can't vote they're still not going to be able to vote which may not be true but I'm going to act like it is okay and these motherfuckers still can't vote and I'm angry about it okay? I'm fucking angry and it may not be true but it is. Okay? And what is federal cannabis prisoner? What about the state cannabis prisoner? What about just decriminalizing it, you old fuck? But every, but every person in the, who supports the Democrats is like, well, you are know, and just sucking the dick of Joe Biden. I don't think that this is good enough. And what Why is it federal? What does simple prisoner mean? Right? What is simple? They say simple. What does simple mean? Anyone convicted of a federal crime for simple possession. What does simple possession mean? Three grams? If you were carrying three grams on you, now you're released. Anybody above three joints has got to stay in federal prison. That's so fucking vague. That gives nothing. Absolute. Which, they could be releasing everybody. But, here on the K-Push Podcast, I know everything. And they're only releasing people who are three grams and less. So, that means, if you had five joints on you, you're fucked. You're in the house. You're still in the fucking cage for the rest of your life. Which, I don't know if that's true. Right? But it could be they're not clarifying it, so I'm assuming the worst. And also, by the way, how does this uh, give any reparations to the people who have already died in prison? Right, like there are people who just died in prison, like they got caught for smoking weed while they were 50 in the 80s, and then they went to jail for you know 40 years, and they died in prison. What, What what does this do for them? Let nothing. What does that do for their family? Nothing. For, what, how does that help their family? Right? If you lost a loved one in prison due to a simple marijuana possession change charge, what, what does this do for you? Nothing. It's Joe Biden, though. It's decriminalizing. It's a step towards baby... Let's stay positive here. Yeah, you know, I just—I just think it's absolutely fucking crazy. I—I—I I, I don't like how much people love this. Is my issue, right? Like, if people were like, "Yeah, okay, this is fine, good," I guess. Do more, you fucking retard. You, st- I just. We're moving on. I have an Ozark joke, right? And I don't know if it's good or not. But I'm going to try, I'm going to attempt and try to tell my Ozark joke that I came up with. Again, Isaiah was supposed to be here to see if it's funny or not. So I've never told this joke on stage before. But we're going to try it here on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try it here. On this podcast for the first time. There's this. But anyway. There's this dude. In Ozark right. And. He he gets blackballed. By the main character Wendy Bird. And he gets blackmailed by her. By. He has to. Uh, by sucking a, a dildo. Of a, of a strap-on, sucking a dildo strap-on off of a girl, and the main character gets uh, the... Uh, I should restart this. I'm going to restart this whole bit. So in Season 2 of Ozark, uh main character has to blackmail a politician, and the politician uh, gets blackmailed by sucking a strap-on, uh, a dildo strap-on, and the main character gets it on video. And I just, I have to wonder, right? And this is the only uh, part this guy's in of the entire TV show, is sucking a, a dick. This and, he, and the main character blackmails uh, the politician for sucking a dick. And I just have to think about the actor who played the politician who sucked the dick, right? And what the actor's agent called the actor and how the actor's agent described this role, right? And how the actor's agent got the actor to actually do the part, right? The actor's agent calls the actor. Hey, do, uh, do you want to be on Ozark? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I would, I would like to be on Ozark. What, what, what's the role? How big is the role? Is it, is it a big part? Well, it is it is a hard part. That is that is for sure. And you're you're gonna have to suck dick. You're gonna have to suck some dick for this part. Oh uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if I want to suck dick to be on Ozark. I don't know if I want to be known as the character that was sucking dick on Ozark. I don't know if I want to be that that character. Do you want to be on a show with Jason Bateman? Because if you want to be on a show with Jason Bateman, you're going to have to suck some cock. I mean, that's just the reality of it. How? And could you imagine here having that conversation? If you're an actor, right, and your agent is telling you to succeed in the line of work you want to succeed in, you're going to have to suck dick on screen. And you're not a porn star. And just to get on a show with Jason Bateman, you're going to have to suck dick. I mean, and it, I mean it's one of the most rememberable characters of the entire show, really. You know, while writing this joke, I thought, is sucking dick funny? And I think I found out by telling this joke on this podcast, I'm not sure how funny it is. I'm not sure how funny sucking dick is anymore, and and that's just, that's just how it is, um, anyways, this was a, a really, really bad podcast, it has been a bad podcast, and we still have, whatever it is, nine minutes left, or whatever, but I, I wanna, uh, I'm getting right back into the role of, uh, writing content down, writing jokes, and, you know, doing solo podcasts, I got out of the loop for a little bit. I'm still getting used to writing jokes and and trying to go on stage. It's super, super difficult. And, you know, being funny, I'm still learning how to uh, be funny. And I got to say, this has been a lot harder than I thought it has. But now I have a team who's backing me up and helping me. Um, I have Nassim, Isaiah, and Dom working on this podcast, and we're trying to get up – get all caught up on all the promo videos. I got caught behind uh, by moving. And I, I just want to say Nassim is absolutely fucking killing it. I have to say Nassim is absolutely fucking destroying it with making promo videos and he's been so fucking active and he's been calling me every single fucking day. And in all honesty, he's been a lot more helpful than Dom has been. Like way, way, way more helpful than Dom has been. And Dom is supposed to be, like, my number two here. I think Nassim is taking Dom's place as being the number two. Uh, we might—I might—for the Chris and Dom podcast, I might just switch out Dom with Naseem and not say anything. I might just leave it at that and see how it goes, and if it works out, I might just not say anything and just keep it uh, Chris and Dom, but it's just me and Naseem. I— and I gotta say, the other thing, I, I've been crazy busy. I sat around, I uh, walked around, and I cleaned the entire fucking apartment today. And Isaiah, he had a very long day of sitting and watching me clean the entire fucking apartment. And he played GTA. He played GTA while I cleaned the entire fucking kitchen. And you know, now I'm here working on the podcast, and I, I've I've done literally just about everything today. And you know, it's hard watching other people not do as much as you and, and, you know, you still feel like you're not really fucking succeeding. Liz is at work. Dom Dom is also at work, so I had my day off. The apartment looks way better. Uh, Living by yourself, it's been super, super strange. Uh, There's just a constant movement uh, around going from different place to place to place to place. Like, I... Before I moved, uh, before I moved by myself, there was this feeling where I, I could have time uh, to myself for like days. Like I could take three days off, and everything would be okay. And here, if I take three days off, I feel like my entire life has fallen apart, and I feel like I, I haven't actually gotten a single day off uh, since we moved down here, and I'm just still trying to get into the rhythm of recording the podcasts editing editing the promos keeping up together with Isaiah and Dom and 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 Naseem and and trying to get all caught up back up and also trying to pay rent it's and going up on stage and writing i mean I, god damn i feel like i'm balancing a lot here but hopefully hopefully one day this all pays off and i can look back on these crazy days and I can just be like damn well thank christ i went through fucking all that because I have no idea where I would be without any of that. But this podcast, this podcast is coming up on two two years old uh, in about a month and a week. In a month and a week, this podcast is going to be two years old, and we're not even at episode 100 yet. So I got to start fucking really grinding out these podcast episodes again, and I don't think that this. Uh, episode was too bad, but I don't think that it was necessarily great either. I think I really did fall out of the uh, podcast headspace again, and I'm not as fluent as I was right before I moved, and, you know, it fucking bothers me because I feel like when I'm able to just hop onto a microphone and talk anything that's on my mind and make it sound somewhat interesting, it's almost like a superpower. It's like I unlocked the superpower, and I'm able to entertain people with just talking and consistently coming up with new ideas and new material and you know it's an art of streaming your consciousness and that's always what I've sort of said of what a solo podcast is like more than anything is taking what's inside your brain what's going through your brain every single second at every single moment and taking it directly out of your mouth and trying to make it sound somewhat interesting it's really really difficult to do I'm going to try and keep doing it. I'm going to try and keep getting better at it. I feel like I've gotten so much fucking better at it over these past two years of doing this, which is so crazy. It's crazy that I started when I was 17 and I'm turning 19 this month, and I don't know, man. When I stop to really think about it, it's, it's it's memorizing. It's it's it's. I'm in awe with how far I've came, and I feel like I didn't have... Uh, I'm still out of the podcast headspace, but for coming back to doing a solo podcast episode, I feel like this was a really good return of taking whatever it was, 12 episodes off of not doing a solo podcast and trying to get Isaiah to come back on. But unfortunately, he I think he's watching football. I think he's he's watching. It's okay. It's really, 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 it's okay, it's okay, I'm going to be the best, I I really am, I've been thinking about this the past couple of days, I really want to be the best at this, I want to be the best stand-up comedian, or one of them that's ever existed, I want to be one of the best podcasters that's ever existed, I want to be one of the best entertainers, I want to make movies, I want to make podcasts, I want to make some of the best fucking comedy specials people have ever seen before, and I'm determined. I really am determined. I wrote a lot today. Um I don't know what what else I can do though other than go on stage time uh, and and k- trying to keep failing. That's it. That's all I can do right now is is continue failing and try to fail uh, less. Every single time is just fail less. Not even do good is to just do not as bad as I did last time and. It's hard because progress comes so slowly. It comes in these, like, little drips, it's like watching maple syrup drip out of a fucking tree, and... Oh, fuck. Fuck, I can't... I can't fucking handle it anymore. I really, really can't. But, um... God damn it. I'm not at 45 fucking minutes yet. Right, we got a minute and a half to where we're at 45 minutes. Alright? And I intend to get to 45 minutes. We're gonna get there. I'm telling you we're gonna get there. What else can I talk about? No one's listening. No one's listening to this podcast anymore. I can just talk about whatever I want to. Um, bring, yeah, bring uh, pornos back to the movie theaters. I want to go to a movie theater where people are constantly watching porn, and I want to watch porn in a theater full of strangers. And, you know, a lot. another thing where I didn't – I forgot to say this, but – what movie theaters and and the leaders of movie theaters what their sort of attitude uh to movie theaters is like uh because the, the reality is is all these uh CEOs of all these movie theaters and stuff like that they've all re- already made all their money so they don't care if movie theaters uh succeed or don't succeed it's and what i think the comparison is like it's like a pimp To an old prostitute when she dies. The fucking CEOs and the pimps. They made all the money off of their product. And it's time to let it die. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 91th episode. Of the Solo K Push Podcast. Stick in there with me. Hopefully I'll get better. Goodbye.